Yo, welcome to the Fredo and Ron's Nameless Podcast. It's me, Fredo, and my co-host, Ron. How you guys doing? Oh, uh, you know how it is. Uh, we were supposed to be doing a mailbag this week, but it was a big, big tragedy, as practically the entire world knows. And we just decided to push it back a week. Uh, as we should. Yeah. I don't know. At first, I don't even, I don't even think we should have done the episode. But then, yeah. over time, you know, it's it's probably a good thing we do the episode anyway. I know it's probably sure. heavy on most people's minds. So, yeah, sure. how are you doing? Um, it was it was definitely a rough. Like, I <laughs> I was literally like playing um, Call of Duty with my friend and. Um, and then you had wrote, you wrote in the uh, group chat, and you said this must be a hoax or something. So oh, on, yeah. automatically, I was like, oh, this guy's probably talking about something about our podcast, sort of blah, 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 blah. So I haven't been on Twitter for, like, the past, like, hour, because I was literally just playing Call of Duty. And then first, I saw you text that, and then I was like, hey, let me just go check Twitter. And then the first, absolutely the first thing I see is the TMZ article, and I was like, like my heart just really stopped, yeah. and it's like, it's like, and I'm talking to my friend, I'm like, yo, no, 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 no. I was like constantly like, no, 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 this can't be true, this can't be true, and it's just like, like the past, like the next 10, 15 minutes, I was like, you know, TMZ sometimes do false articles, so you're just hoping that it's not true, and you just keep scrolling and refreshing, refreshing, waiting to see if it's actually true, and then yeah. 10, 15 minutes later, it was. It was confirmed, and it's just like I was just shocked. For like I was just laying in my bed for like like two hours, just yeah, you know, and that's crazy. Yeah, no, I was uh, I was writing in my Twitter group chat, and someone sent in a tweet, but it wasn't from a verified account, so I didn't even click on it. I was like, well, I'm not reading this bullshit. Yeah, but then I clicked on it maybe like half a minute later just to see what's going on. Because I see people are, are talking about some TMZ article, and then it goes straight to TMZ. It's a real article, and there's just no way. And then news breaks out that there, there are more people on the helicopter, and, and you yeah. couldn't even, like, settle in for his tragedy. Well, you know, for, for him, when you're thinking about, there's, like, articles going on that all of his daughters might be on it. And yeah, it was just a no bunch way. of false, false articles. And I think the the GG shit came like 45, 30, 45 minutes after. So even when I'm thinking just Kobe and the family, then that dropped. And it's just like, oh, my God, the heart starts again. Like, yeah. like that's that's like that's, his, that's literally his mini me. That's yeah, that's him in a female young body. Yeah, I mean, that's that's why I heard a lot of people like they, they see her. They saw her as like the next person to like carry on his legacy and whatnot. And he even talked about it like that. Yeah, Jimmy so, Fallon. Yeah, that art that interview. Yeah, yes, she, she got this and all that. It is it was very sad. That's not That's something right. anyone's gonna forget for a long time. Uh, it's, it's sad because he she just went to go watch a few basketball games. Like she told Kobe that I think they went to the Hawks and Lakers. If I'm wrong, I don't want to be quoted, but she said Trey Young's one of her favorite players. So he took her to uh, Hawk. I think it was Hawks and Nets actually. Yeah. 
next game. She said Luca Donovan Luca was one of her favorite players, LeBron. So then Kobe takes her to a Lakers and Mavericks game. It's just like I don't know. And then she, he actually said that he st- he wasn't even watching NBA games until she started making him watch it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like uh, it's just so sad. It is very sad. It you know, it's it's a tragedy. It came out of left field, no one expected it. And it's hard trying to like pick up the pieces and whatnot. It reminded me of what happened with my friend a year ago when I came back home and I, my mom told me that my friend was hit by a car and killed. And, Sorry. you know, that, yeah, that was just extremely random. And, you know, one of the hardest things was walking to my brother's room and seeing how he was doing. Cause I know that was his best friend. And, yeah, I guess just talking to family and friends helps, especially like when you hear things like what, what Shaq has been saying this week. Uh, he hasn't talked to Kobe since his last game and how much it broke him and how he needs to talk to his friends and family more. So just the things like to learn about and even like the Vanessa, what she posted on Instagram yesterday. I mean, I, I, I cried like a sentence into it, but there was like this one thing she said in the middle of it that was it just stuck with me saying that she took deep comfort knowing that Kobe and Gigi knew that they were deeply loved. And oh, yeah, it just I, that's I'll be honest, I'd even I'd even finish the caption. I Yeah, it was very hard. But that uh-huh. part was like it's sad overall. But to say that part, that was, like, it's kind of beautiful and, like, uplifting at the same time that she takes comfort in that, that they lived a good life and they knew it, uh, you know, and just... Knowing that Kobe was there to comfort her through, you know. Yeah. 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 It's no no good way to really say it. Yeah. No way to really word it, but knowing that Kobe was probably... Hugging her to the actual end. It's just like, it's, yeah. it's I don't, I don't, I don't even know. It's, it's not satisfying, but it's like, it's know. not. But that that was something very powerful, powerful to me, and um, yeah, I'm gonna take that with me for a long time. It's, it's a, that's a very beautiful way to live, and seriously. it does help in the long run whatsoever. Yeah, my, my, one of my first thoughts after. Hearing that, I wanted to message you and see how you were doing. Yeah. You know, uh, when you just said maintaining, I was like, God damn, bro. I, I felt I felt really bad. Yeah, it's just like. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's no, I funny, knew. I knew how much. It's a funny Kobe story because growing yeah. up, I was like the biggest Kobe fan. And then my mom was like, it's a funny uh, Allen Iverson fan. Mm-hmm. Like she's a big AI fan. So this is when he's younger. I think, I don't remember what exactly All-Star game was. I think it was like 04 or 03, something like that. And then Kobe, I think the West was losing. So I was already like little mad. So I'm like probably like nine years old at the time. <laughs> so I was like pouty. So the West was losing and AI is like killing. I think it's the year AI probably won the MVP. And he's killing, he's killing. So then... Kobe's not playing as great as AI. So then my mom's like joking around with me. Da, da, da. And, then, and then I got mad at her. And then she always tells me I said that. And I said, like, and I told her, if you don't, if you don't love Kobe, maybe you don't love me. 
I was like, I was so defensive with Kobe such at a young age. It was like, I told my mom, if you don't love Kobe, you don't love me. I was like, yeah, she she tells me that story every time. That's a good story. I I actually went to my mom's house after I found out about the Kobe thing. That's how hard I was. Yeah, no, I imagine. No, I I was really worried about you. I, I, I was so happy when we had the rec game and I had that layup. Just to see you guys all <laughs> get all crazy. Uh, so nice, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just to guys let you know, we had a, uh, we had a, uh, we're in a basketball league, and um, and Al just did a perfect. Um, somebody drove baseline and and he cut perfectly, and and Fredo caught it and like finger rolled it. It looked so fucking beautiful. <laughs> And I was yeah. so hype. I was so hype. I was like, ah! yeah, it was, it was yeah. Like a- no, that that was like the highlight of my week. Just to see, you know, I I I knew this was all he- weighing heavy on you, yeah. and you know, it's just trying to get meaning out, out of all of it. What Shaq's been saying, whatnot. It, to treat your friends better, family, loved ones. You know, just talk to them. Yeah, it's know. best is going through tragedy is best to be around people that you love and people that you love to be around with so that game definitely you know definitely happy made me happy especially since we won by 20 so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do it again next week yeah all right I, yeah that's, that's that's pretty much all my part for, for all that um, it's just a, just a tough week anything you want to bring up before we get into the we, we, we wanted to talk about our favorite Kobe moments so. Yeah, so so I wrote a I wrote a letter to Kobe. Like maybe like not Sunday, but I think it was Tuesday, Tuesday morning when I just woke up and I was just like staring in my bed and I just didn't know and I just felt like this was like a certain way to like, you know, make me yeah. feel better or not. And I originally wrote like a really personal, personal one so that I had to like, you know. Soften it up a little, so I like rewrote it kind of. So you know, <laughs> I'm gonna just I'm gonna just go with it. So I'm gonna read this letter that I wrote to Kobe. So, dear Kobe, we all mourn yet the loss of you, Gigi, and the rest of the passengers on the helicopter. I don't think you know how much you mean to me, mean to the basketball world and the world in general. As a kid growing up, I basically idolized you. It was such it was already such an emotional moment as a fan to see your your not only one jersey number but two jersey numbers hung up in the Raptors. It was truly a blessing to witness your greatness on and off on and off the court. From the ups and downs, I always supported you. The 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 word the actual word mama mentality meant so much to me growing up and helped me out of my comfort zone. I learned not to only settle for good, but to strive to be the best. And it was one Kobe Bryant quote that like stuck to me, which was, um, he quoted, those times when you get up early and you work hard, those times you stay up late and you work hard, those times when you don't feel like working, you're too tired, you don't want to push yourself, but you do it anyways. This is actually the dream. It's not the destination. It's the journey. And that and that quote basically like sums up the meaning of Mamba mentality. And I just felt like 
I just feel like that actual quote like stuck with me and yeah. basically the the world lost a fantastic fantastic man, a basketball legend, but most importantly a loving father. Yeah. We could we could all take important lessons from celebrating his triumphs and living our everyday lives in a way that mirrors all of his positive traits that we saw throughout the years. You are a true warrior who battled injury at the injury to reach one objective, and that was to win and to be the best. It's it's weird, and it feels like I know you personally, fighting back all these tears. My spirit was broken because my hero, my idol, Kobe Bryant was gone. Damn. Kobe. Kobe meant the world to me. I will, f- I will forever remember your legacy as a basketball player and a human being. Rest in peace, Kobe Bryant. Wow, uh, it's a lot. Uh, I, I, I loved it, bro. I, uh, I love you. That was that was great. Huh. Oh man! Wow. Uh, that was a lot to share. Yeah, it was, it was, it was tough, man. Yeah, I know. So it tough. Was, yeah, let's pull it together. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a lot yeah, to be said. Uh, one of my things I've always thought about since, you know, since he's been gone is how excited I was to see him, like, after basketball. And you just see how good of a father he, he was, as you were saying. And, you know, he... I, he when he retired, he won that Oscar for his short, but he was doing so many other things. But I guess one of the the biggest things to look to him for was how good of a father he was to all of his kids. And Gigi especially is excited to be for her. And, yeah. Yeah. yeah it's sad. Just had another daughter that I was born not too long ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's you got to feel for her because she's she doesn't even like know what's going on in the world and she's going to grow up and this is going to shape so much of her life and she has no idea yeah it's sad but to not like leave this episode on a such a sad note we wanted to talk about our favorite yeah, kobe moments get the positives <laughs> yeah get, get some positives that's what kobe would have wanted um i guess i i have two i wanted to bring up the first one was, you know, everyone talks about the 81-point game from Kobe, which is a great game. It's legendary. Mm-hmm. It's the, the game that came after that I really loved is Kobe versus the Mavericks when he dropped 62 points. Yeah, that game. Miles. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, he's a he's a he was a complete menace that game. I think he <laughs> got like. 62 points on like 30 something shot like 31 or 32 shots yeah, and 31. the craziest part about the, the that that game he sat for for a, a, a huge chunk of the time in the fourth quarter because he was outscoring the mavericks by himself mm-hmm. that that's insane i i know i understand 81 points that's that's great you're carrying the whole team but like to the 61 <laughs> you're, you're obliterating the whole team alone that's, i don't know if that's ever been done it's insane. <laughs> That's fucking insane, bro. Yeah. 
that that was one of my favorite games for a, a long time. Uh, it was actually my friend. Uh, it was Sven that that always talked about it, and yeah, it's a great game. That's one a very efficient game. He he just obliterated the Mavericks that game. Yeah. Uh, my second favorite Kobe moment. Well, I have I have a few. Some of them are not even in basketball. I'm just talking about the basketball ones, like the yeah. Kanye and Kobe commercial. That oh, was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, that bro. Yeah, <laughs> that's when I was like a huge Kanye stan, and I get him in a Kobe commercial, and it was just it was one of the funniest commercials ever. Everyone knows that commercial. But the second like Kobe moment and like in game was definitely the his final game when he retired. I uh, I was around a bunch of friends. You know, we, we were cheering that. the we whole time. We watched that together. Yeah, we did. Yeah. And you know, like all, the the whole game, he he had a good first quarter. Second and third, where he was scoring, he was get, keeping the crowd pleased. But the fourth quarter, it was, you know, he the just last, tapped into a different the level. Last six minutes, man. Yeah, bro. You hear everyone cheering, like MVP. You see, you see. Oh my God! When the camera pans on his family, and it's, that's it's dark to see now, but uh-huh. it it got everyone so excited. It, it was, you know, having all 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 the friends watching this together is one of my favorite basketball games to watch. And I think, I think he stood up like the last five minutes. Yeah, we did. He was just flying <laughs> them. I, I I uh like. Couple of days later, the, the highlight goes on YouTube, and I had it bookmarked on my computer for all this time. I would click on it like every couple of months just to check it out again and just to see Kobe in the last few minutes. Uh, yeah, th- those those are definitely my favorite Kobe moments. All right. Well, I have I have three favorite. <laughs> one of them, I'm sorry, but one of them is. Of course, the 61-point game oh against the Knicks. <laughs> that, was, that was one. At the time, was the most, you know, scored yeah. Garden until rightfully so. Carmelo scored 62, was it? Yeah, Yeah, 62. But, yeah, 61-point game, 19 for 31, 20, 20 for 20 free throws, and actually won that game. And he had a... Kobe had the beautiful pump fake shot on when Wilson Chandler was guarding him. He spent it, knocked it down. That was one of the craziest shots. And I actually I didn't know Kobe had sixty one and Pau Gasol had thirty one. So they combined oh. for ninety two points. Oh wow! So that was crazy. Yeah. And since I was like, I was, since I was basically a child, like growing up when Kobe and Shaq was like the most dominant force in the yeah. league. Pau Gasol is basically my second, my favorite. Kobe teammate. And then another game that I love is, which is not even a, a good statistic game at all, was um, Game 7, 2010 against the Celtics. Oh. Um, <laughs> Kobe scored, scored 23 points, but he shot terrible, 6 for 24. But he did give in 15 rebounds. And my, my favorite play of that game, of course, Kobe lost in 2008, so 2010, he, he really wanted to beat the Celtics, like really yeah. wanted to keep the tradition of the Lakers beating Celtics. So my favorite play is when he had the ball at the top of the key, and he could have shot it, I think, over Ray Allen, but he passed it to Metro Peace for that, like, 
the jab step three and middle of piece hit that three. And I remember I was watching that shot. I was like, oh my God, Kobe, why are you passing? And they <laughs> that made it. I was like, oh my God, Kobe is such the best. That's <laughs> you know, like, yeah, that, that, I think Kobe, I think Shaq said that Kobe said that that was his favorite um, championship ring beating the Celtics just because he probably got his revenge. Yeah. But, my favorite game of Kobe's career is not in the NBA game. It's the 2000 Olympics, 2008 Olympics against Spain. Oh. Where Kobe oh. took over the fourth quarter. And I think he scored 13 points in the last seven, I think last seven minutes. Uh-huh. And I remember USA only being up two points and then Kobe like, he shoots, he like pump fakes, and I think Rudy Fernandez like strips the ball, but Kobe gets it back, and then he drives and hits a floater, putting up, um, putting them up four points. And that, and that N one three pointer at the left side of that three was like one of my favorite moments like ever. <laughs> and it's funny because D Wade actually led the the team. That uh-huh. yeah. led the USA in scoring. He had twenty seven that game, but. Kobe had 13 clutch, and it was just like watching Kobe put the team on his back, even with great talents like D-Wade was a monster. LeBron, of course, was a monster. That's prime Dwight Howard, prime Chris Paul, prime Deron Williams, and they looked to Kobe to like... Prime Carmelo Anthony. Prime Carmelo Anthony, I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Prime Carmelo Anthony. And they looked to Kobe to like close out for Team USA, like, the whole country putting Kobe, like, giving Kobe the ball, like, close this out for us. This is probably one of, that was probably one of the best game. <laughs> I might yeah. have to make that the cover art for the week. Yeah, that was that was great. And that was close, and everybody's like, you got LeBron, Kobe, D-Wade, no way. They blow it up, everybody. Carmelo, they blowing up everybody in the 40. But Spain, they just... Play so together, yeah. Just a tough game, and then players that like Rudy Fernandez, decent, had a decent NBA career. But he, yeah. you know, he Spain, they they play so well together. He was he was balling. Pau Gasol, of course, was in his prime, and I remember that game. This is this was after the Celtics beat the um the Lakers in the finals, and I wish I wish it would have been the best year ever. If Kobe won that, did did he win MVP that year? In 08? 2009. Let me tell you right now. I think that was 2009. Or was it 2008? I'll tell you the exact one. I want to see if that Uh, one. It was named the 2008 MVP. Yeah, so if he would have won the MVP that year, the finals and the Olympic gold medal, that would have been like, you know. Yeah. I think somebody did that. Was that? Did LeBron do that? LeBron. Somebody did that. Or was that Steph Curry? Uh, It might be Steph Curry. Yeah, it would have been crazy. Winning MVP, finals, MVP, Winning a chip and winning Olympic, that would have been Wait, like one of Curry those. didn't win Finals MVP actually. Oh, okay, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, I just remember the joke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was that was my that was my favorite Kobe 
moment on the court, off the court was, of course, after retirement. And he clearly, you know, started his journey after basketball. And he fucking won an Oscar. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Crazy. <laughs> when I, ask, Oscar, that's whole, I couldn't even believe it when I first heard it. Like, what even, the fuck? Like, like two years after you retired, won, literally won an Oscar for Dick. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, that's amazing. Such a such a amazing career on and off the court. Of course, you know, everybody's not perfect, and he had his situations off the court. But at the end of the day, he's a fucking legend. Yeah. He's he's loved by his peers, his his teammates. He's respected by NBA players around the world, as you saw a yeah. lot morning. And the one person that that like really hit me the most was Jerry West, because of he he got Kobe. He he traded for Kobe, a young man, and he, to see Jerry West like literally like crying his eyes out. It was like. Anybody crying his eyes was just like, yeah, it was sad. Yeah, but he's clearly respected by his peers and loved, and he's just you know a loving father. And yeah, just that right situation. there is why I I have like the utmost respect for him. It's just him as a him as a father. Uh, it's something definitely to like, you know, to learn from, and how he treated his daughters and. You know, being a girl dad. When when I saw that interview with the, I don't I don't I don't know her name, but she had that whole video talking about the girl dad. That that was a t- <laughs> that's when I I finally broke down from the Kobe news. It's just been a a heavy week, but yeah, no, this this was good to do. I'm glad we did this episode. Long live the Black Mamba. Uh, pray for all the other families because. God damn, not nine people. I think there were three kids on it, you know, and yeah. one of them was like a family of a father, a mother, and a daughter all together. That was that's crushing. Yeah, out of respect, I just want to say the other other passengers' names. Uh, yeah, even if I mispronounce their last name, um, John Altobelli, Carrie mm-hmm. Altobelli, Alice, Alicia Altobelli, who's the child. Um, of course, Gigi and Kobe, Sarah Chester, Peyton Chester. The pilot's name was Ara Zobanyan. I don't know how to say that properly. And Christina Mauser. Yeah, Mauser. I send my condolences to their families and also rest in peace to them as well. Yeah. Uh, it's, you know, they're, they're, they're all friends and family to each yeah. other some, somehow. Yeah. That's just a crushing incident i don't even want to think about and they uh, was on their way to practice those three yeah. girls so sad something that could have been preventable but yeah let's just not dwell on it uh i'm grateful for everyone that, list, that listens to us <laughs> we, we have a pretty we have yes, a we, audience we love, that grows and, yeah we love you guys all we really appreciate yeah. we really appreciate you guys taking the time to listen to us throughout the day like yeah. you guys know how to, but it's it's really it's really it makes us it makes it literally makes our day, it makes us smile knowing that we have a growing audience. Yeah. Really appreciate all you guys, honestly. Yeah. yeah. Well, so that's that on this episode. Um I guess that's it. We'll see you guys next week. Uh long live the black mamba. Long live the black mamba. <laughs>